you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Greeny coming up at 10, Carmen and Yurko at 12, Waddle and Sylvie at 2. Black, is Abdallah back? It says Black and Abdallah, or is that Black? Is he back? Abdallah? Or just... Oh, no, that's a, a Freudian slip by me. It's just Black tonight. All right, Black uh, on the Black and Abdallah show from 6 to 8. Freddie and Fitzsimmons from 8 to midnight right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Bears, got a chance to speak to the media yesterday. And the question was, hey, what's up with Justin Fields? Some thoughts? And then, obviously, I know a lot of questions just about the quarterback. I thought Justin did a good job. I thought we changed a lot. We adapted. We tried to put him in a position to be successful. He showed the ability to be a a playmaker, be impactful. He can change games quickly. Um, does he have room to grow? He does. He has to get better as a passer, and I'm excited to see him take those steps as we move forward. Yeah, just um, as a passer, just for things to slow down um, mentally and then be able to react and anticipate quicker. Um, obviously, with that, we also have to continue to build around him so that he can do that uh, consistently as well. Justin, the guy, even with the number one pick? Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. I'd have to be blown away to make that type of decision. That's what he said. And he has to say that, but he basically committed the job to Justin. Mm -hmm. And as I said to you earlier, if he's the executive that we all hope he is, everything he said yesterday Justin already heard when they had their meeting on Monday. He didn't sit there and go, what did he say? No. Justin, you're our guy. I'm going to take the calls. I'm going to do all I got to do. We're going to get talent in here, but you are our quarterback. Let's talk about this a different way than we have regarding Justin Fields. Let's talk about it like this, Cap. So... We know there's some never Justin people that listen to the show or listen mm-hmm. to the station. Like they, they call it, yeah, all the time, right? It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like it's a majority, but there are some that are out there that's like uh, Justin Fields, absolutely not. And what do you think that's predicated on? Do people look at Justin Fields like, oh, that's nothing more than Kyler Murray, or that's the guy that is going to completely underachieve, or? If you're just like some of my family members that will just say he holds the ball too long, that's why he gets sacked, he'll never get better. Why do you think that is the case that people say definitely trade him? Because there's some people that are steadfast in that belief that Justin Fields needs to be traded yesterday. Because they don't see the explosive passing game that they want, and they fail to realize just how bad the roster truly is. You heard these people in July and August. You're an idiot, 5-12, and 4-13, and 3-14, and 14, which is what I said. You had max 7 trending down, and there were people truly out there. Well, we were right in some of these games, and if we'd have kept Quinn and Roquan, we could have. No. You have the worst roster in the NFL, period. It's not close. Worst roster. There's a reason you're three and fourteen, and so they are wedded to their belief that there's more talent there, and that's Justin's fault. 
It's not. It just yeah, it isn't. And that doesn't mean he doesn't have to improve. I, I think it's interesting. And again, this is part of our sports society. It's not part of ours, but it's part of some that will watch First Things First and watch First Take and watch all these shows. Because a lot of those shows, and again, and nothing against our colleagues in the business, but a lot of these producers are producing programming on television that's knee-jerk. Yes. Knee-jerk reaction, like right, like right now. Justin Fields, the guy, yes or no? I need to know right now. Oh, Nathan Peterman threw four touchdowns in a loss to the Vikings in the last game. Is he the future of the Bears? The- <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. like, Can someone tell me, based on the quarterbacks that are in this draft, that the quarterbacks in, in this draft are better than Justin Fields? And, and, and the other question I would have, a follow-up to that would be, how do you know? You can project whatever you like about this draft class. You can, be, based on what you saw in college. But all I saw was a guy that was running for his life, yes, but also was able to garner a lot of yardage with his legs. He was learning on the fly and had inferior talent around him. Agreed on all accounts. And if he was in this draft, Justin, this version, and dropped him into the draft, he's the number one pick. Clearly. Che, you agree with that? Probably, yeah, but I think... Can I offer you a, uh, a way that it doesn't really matter if you think the, any of the quarterbacks are better? Go ahead. If you're unsure about fields, you are unsure about the quarterbacks in the draft because that's just there in the draft. But if you're unsure about fields, are you willing to trade three years of control with a tag on the fourth year with fields for a reset rookie contract? No. If you're unsure on both, because that's what the perspective has to be for the front office. Yeah, no. You get bonus years. It doesn't matter. I know what I have is a leader as a guy, his teammates. He's beloved in there. And I believe he's a good player. Does he need to improve, as I said? Yes, he does. You want me to take a 5'11 guy named Bryce Young, slightly built? Will Levis, who hasn't played well in big games. He's got a big body. Looks like Josh Allen. You want me to take C.J. Stroud, who I think Fields is better than? Yeah, no, I'll pass. Thanks. If Trevor Lawrence was sitting there, number one, okay, you can have a discussion. Trevor Lawrence is a beast. Well, and that's kind of where I've, I've, I think if you're this front office, you go, hey, if, if Fields isn't the guy, we'll find that out next year. And if you find that out next year, your team's going to be really, really bad. And if your team's really bad again next year, there is a Trevor Lawrence type in the draft. There is Caleb Williams and Drake May. There are guys next year that you can make the argument, yeah, I'll reset the clock now. You know what? There's a good possibility that the Bears could be bad again next year. It's a good possibility. Despite the draft capital, despite the cap space, you're going to get better. But will you be a playoff team? No. You're building towards something. Everybody cannot be the Cincinnati Bengals, by the way. Everyone can't be the Bengals. Their Bengals going to the Super Bowl came out of nowhere last year, did it not? Came out of nowhere. Yes. Especially with a bad offensive line. And by the way, Cincinnati still has a bad offensive line. Still has a bad offensive line. And I agree with that. But then I called our friend Lance McAllister. From Cincinnati. Yes. Mm -hmm. He said, Burrow had what, an appendicitis early Mm -hmm. in the year? He said, if you go from week five to now, top five offensive line in the National Football League. I was not aware of that. Just, you know what I based that on? The number of sacks surrendered. Correct. That's why. And Shay, you can look up the number. I saw it a couple of days it's ago. Most sacked quarterback in football. Still, 
but the team has weapons, and there's your difference. Still rickety offensive line, but still. Okay. So I, I, I don't want to get off the point. The point for me is, is that with Justin Fields, I know what I see in Justin Fields, and I expect him to be better. I mean, the general manager says it openly. They, you know, he, the GM, Poles could have sandbagged everybody. Oh, no, he's fine. He's going to grow in the position. He knows that there are some issues with Fields that needs to be fixed. But I just want to make sure that everyone knows, and I think most know, what you saw this year is not what you should see in two or three years with Justin Fields. As I mentioned, I don't want him running all over the yard in 2024, 25, 26 to avoid being able to be killed because of an inferior offensive line or no weapons. I wanted wanted it to be better. Agreed. Uh, Who did you say is the most? It's Fields. It's through two seasons he's the most sacked quarterback in football. This year, Joe Burrow was not in the top five. Russell Wilson and Wilson were the top two. 55 each. Cousins, 46. I didn't realize as many. Geno Smith, 46. Daniel Jones, 44. Burrow, 41. Mm-hmm. So. Still not fixed. Still not fixed. Better, so. but still not fixed, though, that offensive line for Cincinnati. But you don't have to be the Bengals. Can I ask you to be the Jags? Just w- not even win the division because that's just the benefit of being in a garbage division. You can't control what other teams do. Can you be the Jags or the Eagles and win nine games? Can, can I you be, do that can next be, year? Can I be the Eagles? Not this future. Eagles, not this, not this one seed Eagles. But can you be the Eagles a year ago? Answer a terrible season and get a top pick and win nine games. Can no. you do that for me? No, cannot. She just wants good football, I, and I'm with we it. We all do. I do not see any scenario where they win nine games next year. That's not. I don't. That's not being negative. That's looking at the roster for what it is and knowing that you just don't go worst to first. Same baseball. There's your difference. I, I'm okay. What do you mean? It doesn't happen in baseball. It happens in football every year. The Jags just did it. No, it doesn't happen every year. That's every point. year. It ha- the Jags did it that, this year. The uh, the Bengals did it last year. Two years ago, I can't remember who it was. It happens literally every season. A team goes from worst to first. You know, that, that Jags doesn't count, though, in that division. I see how. These goalposts. <laughs> Hoodie, you got the goalposts on wheels. It doesn't count. <laughs> Lions nearly. Lions go from worst to nine wins. Yeah. You can go from bad. You can go from three wins to nine wins. A team does it every year, multiple. Yeah, yeah that's not the Bears. The Lions have nine first round why picks not? on their roster. The thing I'm asking you is why not? Why not? Oh, I'd love to. Why can't I just go? Ryan Poles, please bring talent. Please. You got all this cap space. You got all these draft picks. You got opportunities to trade back. Why can't you go win nine games? I don't get it. I do not believe it's possible. I would love to. That'd be great. I would love to. I do not see that at all. Please let that happen. Is that part of your predictions for shot or no shot? Do you have that? Jay, what do you have? No, I had they won't finish last. Because if I put nine, Cap would have called me an idiot. (laughs) If Rodgers comes back, the Vikings are the same and the Lions are better. It's just hard to be able to get to that eight or nine win threshold. I just can't see it, but I'm building and I can't imagine the Vikings don't regress. Ten and one in single score games and the Bears were one and seven. I can't imagine those two things don't change both ways a little bit. A little bit, but look at their talent level. We don't have a Justin Jefferson, a KJ Osborne, an Adam Thielen, a Dalvin Cook. Hell, our quarterback, who I love, is not as good as Kirk Cousins right now. That's a fact. We don't have a Donnell Hunter. I mean, but we do have a Justin Jones. He's honest. <laughs> He's very honest. Yes. Uh, coming up next, as a matter of fact, let's open the phone lines here in our nine o'clock hour. 312-332-3776. Jump in on our conversation. Did Ryan Poles leave the door open to a quarterback 
that he could pick in the draft. You heard what he said. Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. So when you hear that, what comes to mind for you? 312-332-3776. Your phone calls. Also, uh, Ryan Poles with some thoughts about Chase Claypool. Got to hear this. That's next on Cap and J Hood. Folks, let me tell you about my weight loss journey with Soda, sodaweightloss.com. I had another friend reach out yesterday. My friend Jim, who's a retired basketball coach, said, hey, I got to get in shape. Does this thing really work? Yes, Jim, it really does. Pat sent me a a thing on Twitter today. All right, I want to be around for my wife and kids. I got to get some weight off. Does it work? Let me tell you, folks. I started May the 2nd. I'm 32 pounds down. I navigated through the holidays with their help. SodaWeightLoss.com is the real deal. Check out all the reviews, over 6,100 with an average of 4.8 stars. It's 100% over the phone with a highly trained soda nutritionist. They put a program in place for you, and they hold you accountable. No more excuses that you're too busy to lose the weight. Visit SodaWeightLoss.com. S-O-T-A. 32 off me, you can do the same. SodaWeightLoss.com. Say with me now, state of the art. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. That same ESPN Chicago app in which you could find the Captain Jay Hood show. If you miss it live, we understand you're busy, but you can always take the show with you on the ESPN Chicago app. Just click Cap Jay Hood. The first two hours of the show is already up, so check it out. And of course, the shorts as well. Captain Jay Hood shorts for the shortened version of our program. Check it out on the ESPN Chicago app. The little chunks of best stuff on the show. It's not the little chunks. That's what I call it. No, no, it's it's shorts. JC labels it shorts. Yes, but it's basically little chunks of great stuff off the show. Okay. Hopefully those chunks will float. You know what we call those chunks? Shorts. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. Chunks. <laughs> uh, speaking of chunks, here's a chunk of uh, Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears. So, Chase Claypool. Made some comments talking about how the team needs to stay together. And we said, mm, you just got here. Cup of coffee. Yeah, Keep your mouth quiet. Doesn't want the team to accept losses, which is true. He is right about that. Yeah. Just didn't expect that from Claypool. But he comes from the Steelers, so we can understand. So do you have the same mindset with Claypool and his new contract as far as what you want to do, Ryan? I think, you know, if with health, with uh, Justin being out for a little bit, um, your expectation. I told him, like, yeah, I wish, I wish he came in. He had a thousand yards, and we just were going. But it didn't happen that way. But do I believe in the talent and what he can bring to this team? I do. Um, and I still think we're going to get that. In terms of the, the contract stuff, to me, we just got to take the next step and see how he gets implemented and how he does in this offseason. He's going to spend a lot of time with Justin as well as the other receivers and build that chemistry. And we'll be able to evaluate that even clearer next year. Yeah, that's that's a, a good point. You know, I think that's. The difference between like trades and baseball and, and, and basketball. It's like plug and play. 
there's an entire off season and half of a season of installs and all the things that you need to do collectively to play and, and execute offensive play. Um, on top of that, it was a little bit choppy with some of Justin getting dinged up. Um, he got dinged up. Uh, so it was a little bit choppy of a start. I don't. I told Chase, and we had a really good conversation. I'm not blinking at that one at all. I think he's going to help us moving forward, and I'm excited about it. I, I, of course, he's not going to come up there and say, "Yeah, I screwed up, man. I should never have given a 30 second pick for that kid." You do that because you want to be right. I understand his point. Yeah, he wants to be right about him. Now, if he sits up there next January the 10th and says. Yeah, disappointed that we didn't get more out of Chase since the trade. Well, now you got issues. Mm-hmm. That's a different argument. All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. The Ryan Poles leave the door open to take a quarterback in the draft. To the phone lines we go. Listening on the ESPN Chicago app, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Here's Marcus on ESPN one thousand. All right, Marcus. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Marcus? Marcus our guy, Stalling. Cap, Cap, and you, my guy, Jay Hood. You know you, my guy, man. But, Cab, I got to call you out, man. Not call you out, I shouldn't say that. But I, I want to say, I think you might be overstating um, next year's turnaround. I'm not saying the, the Bears would be Super Bowl contenders, but I, I don't think nine wins or a division um, contention is out of reach. Because I, I, let me ask you, Cap, can you name anybody on the Jacksonville, not, not anybody, but can you name like a few stars on the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars prior to this season? Like, do you know, like, any players that they had, any, like, big foundational players that they had before this season? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, who's more advanced than Justin at this point, 110%. Josh Allen, the linebacker, damn good football player. They had a ton of draft capital, and I believe their their roster, even though Urban was a bad coach, they had brought in some pieces on their roster. I believe this is the worst roster in the NFL in Chicago, personally. Right, but 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 they but in the off season, so Trevor Lawrence was terrible his rookie year. Let's 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 say that he was terrible. He made a jump this season, but they used their resources. They got Christian Kirk. They drafted Trevon Walker. Uh, they got Lloyd, I think, in the, the later of the first round. They, so they they, used they signed Christian Kirk as a free agent. Right, right. That, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So what I'm saying is they use their resources and they draft it well. That's the same thing that the Bears have. Now they have, they're nine and eight this year. I don't think it's crazy that they can win. That, that, that's what, it's like the same situation as the Bears. I don't. The Bears do. I agree. They do have a terrible roster, but they have a lot of resources. So I don't. I don't get why you think it's crazy. And, and like I think the last segment, the division is not great. The, the Vikings they could they could possibly fall back next year. Okay, how far do you have them falling back? And as as of this conversation, Aaron Rodgers still plays in Green Bay, who swept us twice, and the Lions have nine first-round guys on their roster. They're an ascending team, and they have two more draft picks in the first round, six and 18. I, okay. I, wanna, I hope the Bears go 17-0 and win the Super Bowl. I do. I believe that they are, right now, my projection is that they're going to win six games, that's a three-game improvement. That's pretty good. Marcus, we appreciate the telephone call. Let's look at it from this standpoint. And, Shay, you tell me. When we take a look, I look at it like this. It's more than just the NFC North. It's about the NFC. So, next year, I expect Philadelphia. I expect Dallas to be better. I expect the Giants. Those three teams in particular to be in the playoffs next year mm-hmm. at the NFC East. 
whatever you think of the Vikings, if you don't believe in a 13 and 4, that's fine. How about we shave off uh, three wins? Even at 10 wins, they could be a playoff team. Correct. Okay, injuries or, or whatever. The, the Vikings, you say they might fall back. Fall back to what? Fall back to being the Rams or Arizona? They're not going to be that bad. Vikings, Packers, if Rodgers is back, Lions have an opportunity to get to the playoffs. Correct. Those are good, better teams. Correct. NFC South, don't know where Brady's going. Is he staying in Tampa? Is he going to uh, Las Vegas? I'm not sure where he's going. But to say that Brady's around, Brady, even at his age, gives you a chance to win. Weird 8-9, lopsided, upside-down division champion, but they're 8-9. Now, Carolina, Saints, Falcons are rebuilding. 49ers are solid. And then you wonder what's happening with the Seahawks. Lucky to be 9-8 and eight with Geno. Don't know if he can repeat that. And then the Rams and Cardinals are upside down. So where do the Bears fit into that? I look at it from the more wide-ranging look at the NFC of where the Bears fit into all that. Well, on a couple, like the Seahawks might have a rookie quarterback. If you have a rookie quarterback, you're going to be bad. So that's unless out. you have Mike Tomlin. So where's Geno going? Well, well, I mean, maybe he starts, but they're they're going to draft a quarterback more than likely. Well, like I said, I don't know if he can repeat that. It, to me, he's right. like comeback player of the year. I don't know if he can do that again. The second half of his season was not good. So if I took the Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals out, those are three. Can we knock out the Vikings, too? Just, and I'll sell you on this because I know you're looking at 13-4. and four. First team in history to have that many wins with a negative point differential, 10-1 and one in one-score games. Let's make it 5-5, five and five, which is much more realistic, or 5-6 uh, and six even, 6-4, six and four, whatever you want to do with it, 6-5. and five. That knocks them down to a 9-8, and 8-9 eight, eight team. Good enough to get to the playoffs again. Yeah, they're better than the Bears 9-8 wasn't good enough this year. It's good enough for one team. It wasn't good enough for the Lions. It doesn't mean that that's going to be the case next year, Shay. No, no, I know. I understand that. But, it, like, the 13-4 and four thing is very misleading. It's literally the first team in history to do that with a negative point differential. You know what I'm looking at with that? I just look at their talent. Like, I, like, I, I see what you're saying here because it's right in front of me with minus three, which is really incredible After when, when you win 13 games. My point is, though, that the, on both sides of the football, the Vikings have enough to be able to survive and be a playoff team. Yeah, you, you may not believe. Hey, a lot of people don't believe him just because Cousins is the quarterback. What I'm saying is, is that they built it enough to be able to be in the mix, to me, in the NFC. Agreed. In some way, shape, or form. Agreed. The, I, I, look, I hoped, again, that they go 17-0 and win the division. That'd be awesome. I just think it's more than a one-year turnaround to get to nine wins. And the other thing, I do. The other thing, Shay, is this. Okay, let me take the Vikings out. Again, I don't know if the Bears can get themselves in a position like some of these other playoff teams in the NFC. I just look at the talent and look at the depth charts in front of me and look at the rosters in front of me and the difference makers. And you can, in a one-off, in a one-off season, sure, you can be able to be better than 3-14. and 14, But will you be 9-8 and eight better? Are you going to be 7-10 and 10 better? Somewhere in the middle? That's the question. And again, all of this is a coin flip. All of this. If you can get yourself but, but again, six I'm, wins you've, you've imp- and you look at the roster, boy, we got six or seven foundational pieces, I'm good. But my, my point is it's based on what I know versus what I don't know. Correct. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, it's a, because with polls, even with him, we talk about Justin, polls, the jury's still out. I have no idea what that is. Right, but that's where my side of it comes from. If he does well, which I would expect him to do, because if he does badly, then get out. But if he does well, then I think you turn one and seven and one score games to four and three. You're seven and ten. That's the absolute floor for me next year. I hope they don't win seven games, then things went really wrong. He's going to be calling for Poles' head.
That's yeah, and I, that, I'm well, not. Well, no, I'm not going to say he should be fired, but I, I'll start going. Look, next year, turn it around, or it's hot seat time. What do you think of that? They got to win seven games. I mean, that's not asking a lot. I can promise lot. you, they've given him his five years. Look at the teams that won seven games this year. They're bad. So we're the worst. He's talking about uh, Carolina, New Orleans. Yeah, but Atlanta. if you go from worst to bad, you can win seven games. Tennessee, Cleveland. You can't, if you go from worst to worst, then yes, you're going on the hot seat. I'm sorry, Jets. I can just tell you, he was promised five years, and George is the one thing you can say about George. George is a man of his word. He gave him a long-term deal. He is not going to fire him during it. He doesn't care what Shane Norling thinks. Three years, get out, hot seat, whatever. It will not happen. They are building for a long run of success, but they're going to give him his time to do that. I promise you that. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. We're talking to you about the Bears. Did Ryan Poles leave the door open to take a quarterback in the draft? Also still to come, some question marks about Brian Urlacher and his hair. We'll get to that, but first, Danny's going to put money in your pocket, and we'll take your thoughts on the Bears. It's the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and J-Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Greeny comes your way at 10 o'clock. So there's been so much conjecture out there about what the Bears are going to do with this pick. And this is what happens when you're the number one team in the NFL, the worst team in the NFL, but number one when it comes to the draft. People are wondering, what are you going to do with that pick? You going to keep it? You going to trade it? What are you going to do with it? Will you get more assets? So what's the latest on that? So my friend, the Philly Godfather, just sent me the Bears odds. Will they trade the number one overall pick? These are the Vegas odds. Yes, minus 600. That means to win 100, you have to lay $600. Mm-hmm. That's terrible odds. And no, plus 350. So they're basically telling you. They are trading the pick and keeping Justin Fields. So what do you think of that? Uh, That's what we hope for, and that's what I expect. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a quarterback that he's identified. Oh, my God, i got to have that guy. So, no, I think they're trading the pick, maybe trading multiple times, Mm -hmm. and then assembling a lot of young talent, many of whom will be 21 years old, they're playing against men, and it's going to take time to learn the NFL way, how to be a pro, as Yerk says, how to win. It, it'd be great to get good players in here. I'm not convinced that it just turns like that. You know, there's no consensus. It gets, it's early, but there's no consensus number one pick yet. Correct. There are some that think, I was listening, I told you the other day, now, NFL Network, mm-hmm. there are analysts that do this for a living. Not jackaloons like us on the radio. People that their life is breaking down the draft that think Will Levis will go number one. I don't believe that. Jeez. There are others that think it's Bryce Young, like Mike Tannenbaum, who was a GM for two different teams. Mm-hmm. He's also a guy who drafted Mark Sanchez number five, and it didn't work out. <laughs> this whole thing is a crapshoot, man. Right. It, it really is. You want to be right uh, initially, but in three years, if you're wrong, you get killed. You lose your job. 
This is what happens. So the Bears are all in on Ryan Poles, and he's all in on Justin Fields. That's what I believe. All right, 312-332-3776. Speaking of Mike Tannenbaum, for those that missed it, Mike Tannenbaum was on television on the get-up, and he was talking about this. Things Bears should draft. He thinks that the Bears should draft Bryce Young. I would trade Justin Fields, and I'm taking nothing away from him. I think he has a chance to be a good, maybe a top-ten quarterback. But if you could get at least a first- and a third-round pick, which I believe you can because so many teams need a quarterback, I'm going to draft Bryce Young, who I think is going to be a better quarterback than Justin Fields. And when I do that and get at least a first and a third round pick, I'm resetting Bryce Young's rookie contract. And I'm going to be able to get at least four starting caliber players. A great illustration of this, guys, is what happened in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is on his rookie deal. They go out and get guys like Christian Kirk, Brandon Scherf, Evan Ingram, amongst others. So if I could turn Justin Fields basically into six quality players and get Bryce Young, who I think will be the better player, I'm making that move if I'm the Bears. That's what you think. That's what you think Bryce Young is. And, and you're talking about his slight build. I mean, he's a young guy. He'll, he can bulk up. He can bulk up into something. Now, that, my concern is what kind of quarterback is he going to be for the Texans? So, you, so you're telling me he can bulk up. Yes, he can. He's also part of an Alabama program that has – a legendary strength and conditioning program where guys get bigger and stronger. He's still very slight of build. Like Russell Wilson is about the same height. Russell Wilson is a jack dude and was. Uh, and again, I think he's wonderfully talented. Mm-hmm. So don't everyone come back and go, oh, you didn't think he was good enough. He's a wonderful football player mm-hmm. and a great leader. I prefer Justin Fields. That's it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Chase is on the south side. We talk Bears here on ESPN one thousand. Good morning, Chase. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? We're well, What's up, you. brother? What's happening, Cap man? What's happening? All this good, man. What do you got? Yeah. Um, so hearing all this Justin talk train about you know a lot of people talking about the Bears to trade Justin and maybe um, start drafting Bryce Young. First of all. You put Bryce Young on this roster, what makes people think that he would be any different? Like, he might be even worse. I mean, he won't even last through week two with this offensive line. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, Cap, what do you think this would be Bears like? Wouldn't it be funny if the Bears were to trade Justin, let's say, like Atlanta, and he turns into Patrick Mahomes 2.0, and Bryce Young turns into a bust? Like, wouldn't that be just, like, Bears uh, luck? Wouldn't that be the Bears luck if that was to happen? Yeah, it would be typical luck for the Bears. I, look, and Chase, thanks for the call, man. I look at Tua as a wildly talented kid, slight of build. We're seeing how he's getting pounded in the NFL. That would concern me for Bryce Young. Just saying. Does it also concern you that he is an Alabama quarterback? That's also an issue. That doesn't concern me. That doesn't. That doesn't. I I do again. I think Bryce Young is a really talented player. Mm-hmm. I prefer six three two thirty five Justin Fields or whatever he is. <laughs> Absolutely, he Absolutely, that is the case. Uh, sidebar may I approach? Yeah, brought to you by Ankin Law three one two six million for the great Howard Ankin. Sign my ball. Sign my ball. Some thoughts here about what's happening upstairs in the seventh floor. There's an issue here because mm-hmm. we've been overdue for a paint job and a new TV. By the way. 
in our office. We have needed to have a paint job, and it's happened. Of course, you have so much junk in there, so many things over the years that you've accumulated that you have not taken home, and they're in containers mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Nonetheless, they were able to move those things out so our, our office could be painted. Mm-hmm. So you, all, everything was put in bins. Everything is back in the office except for our refrigerator, a refrigerator you bought. Correct. I bought a refrigerator from Apt, had it delivered here. It's filled with bottled water. The good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the old college the old college fridge. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it was like the not the little tiny one, it was this like the second level. Yes. Like a double the little square one. Mm-hmm. It's like a big rectangle one. Yes. And it was stuffed full of uh, core water. Mm-hmm. And it's missing. All the other stuff that I'm going to end up throwing out, mm-hmm. junk when I get time to go through all of it, all those boxes are sitting there. The beautiful fridge filled with bottled water, gone. Somebody's got it. So I asked Travis upstairs, hey, man, you're the guy that's been on my you-know-what to make sure I got all the stuff out of the office so the painters could get in. And then I got all of it back out of the old office down next to Danny, brought it in. Stuffed it on my desk and around the office. Where's the refrigerator? Uh, I don't know. Is that up at Keith Williams' house? That's our market <laughs> manager. Did he take it home? Yeah. Zetterman bought his own, so it's not his. Yes. Travis claims he has no idea where it is. Mm-hmm. One of the MCs, the marketing department, the sales department, Yeah, they got my refrigerator. And Johnny get, just got here, so it's not him. Correct. Cantu is smaller than the refrigerator. Yes, so he's not he, taking it. He, he can't didn't move carry it. Johnny, did you take the fridge? No? Okay. So, Shay, where is the fr- refrigerator? It's in my man cave. You didn't take the fridge. <laughs> Can you imagine? You... That would be the greatest plot twist. <laughs> you... did, did a Roz Varon go up and get it? A Tracy Butler? I don't know. Tracy is a little bit sneaky. She could have been up there. We'll ask her Friday. I d- I know I forward to that. I know I didn't take it. I mean, listen, I don't have anything in the office because I could be fired at any moment, so I don't have anything to take out of the office. So. A lot of people here take transit to work. A lot of people, they, you know, people work in the city, take the metro, take the red line, They're take whatever. They're not taking this big fridge right. on the It's transit. somebody who's got a car. Because can, you can't picture somebody taking the, the a fridge on, like, the 146 or the red line. It's Come been on. done before. Oh, you've seen Jake this. Jake knows about this. That's a little suspicious. Jake's jumping to say, you could do this. He's just been in the city long enough to know see stuff like that. That didn't surprise. I've, I drive by Sylvie's palatial estate on a regular basis when I pull in the complex. Mm-hmm. He's right there. Sylvie doesn't need my fridge. Oh, Guy you, lives in the lap of luxury. So you think it might be a rib? Like somebody's, like someone took it just to piss you off? I don't know about that. I just think somebody said, that's a sweet fridge filled with beautiful big bottles of core water i don't know oh that's a nice looking fridge in cap and jay hood's office filled with caps water whoever took it wanted to make you angry that we know 100 percent. i think hmm. i don't know who's your biggest enemy here i don't have any enemies here i'm a lover man <laughs> the look on hoodie's face for our listeners oh my gosh the look on your face hoodie. oh my god what 
you might be a lover. I'm just talking about the other people. <laughs> it's like, Black <laughs> and Abdallah ah, get a life. Okay. That's two guys there, possibly. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. That's not how they roll. No. They don't steal. No. They, they don't steal. No. I, I, I don't know who would have taken it. I had my eye on Keith Williams. I don't know. He got his office all redone. Maybe he's got it under the desk. All of a sudden, it's the big credenza's gone. He's got this nice, beautiful credenza, fresh, clean look in his office. <laughs> the credenza. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Gurney, Ryan. Hey, hey, guys. Great show today. Thanks. Uh, you guys got a lot of outstanding pranks, man. They're they're all Sylvie. Every single one of these are Sylvie. Wow, you're saying Sylvie took the fridge. Why would I take the fridge, right? Why would I do that, right? Exactly. You guys remember the last dance when they showed Michael vacuuming? Yes. Man, Sylvie. The link Sylvie will go to pull off pranks, they're all Sylvie. That's interesting. He says Sylvie might have taken the refrigerator. We can rule out officially Black. Black says the Great Lakes beer was taken from their office. There's a thief upstairs. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, he didn't tell me that. Black said, he just said in Twitch chat. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that, that's not how Black rolls. There's thieves in the temple tonight. Wow. Somebody's got my refrigerator, and I'm going to find out who it is. Tom Waddle's a prankster. Tommy wouldn't do that. No. Waddle's just hoarding everybody's things because it's funny. Makes him laugh. <laughs> Not even malicious. It just makes him laugh. Very interesting. Yeah. A nice fridge, beautiful water in there, just all of a sudden gone. Gone. Hmm. We got to figure out who that is. I, I think we should look at the tapes. I'm sure somebody. Security. Go to review. Mm-hmm. Dr. Rick. Or no. Maybe the, uh, the what's the, it's, it's progressive. It's the same Re- company. Yes. The review. Yeah. Uh, somebody thought. Hmm. That's a cool fridge. It must be owned by the company. Mm-hmm. Not so fast. I bought that fridge. Mm. It is not a GKB appliance. Okay. So you're blaming Craig Carmazon for taking that fridge. Maybe. <laughs> you're blaming Craig. So we got a fridge. <laughs> is that what you're going to do? You're going to start blaming Craig for the fridge? Maybe think- a Steve Politziner has it down <laughs> in West Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> Is it going good in the home office? I don't think that Craig would like that. I don't think he. I don't Rizzo think he and Goldhammer have it at the <laughs> Cleveland ESPN affiliate. Rizzo. <laughs> Coming Jen up. Latta up Jen, in Wisconsin. Well, Jen Latta. Well, it could be. It could be. Mark Chimura. Well, it could be. Who knows? Wildy. He's a little upset his Packers didn't get in. He and Tauscher. That'd be funny if that's a brust. This is the most inside radio we've ever done. It's all part of the company. All of of our teammates. That's it. Well, we'll have to put on uh, an APB, put on a a clarion call for our fridge. We want our fridge back. No questions asked. We will not resort to any violence. We want it back. The Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day is next on Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports.
got her cookies ready for us on Cap and J Hood. All right, Vic. Hey guys. Hi, Vic. Hey guys. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Same um, to you. I think you too. I I think Abdallah had something to do with this. Oh, tell us why. As payback for the bet. For a bet that he lost. Yeah, but I just think it's kind of like, because, yeah, you kind of called him out on the air, and I think this this might be a little something that he did on the side, knowing he wasn't going to be around for a couple of weeks. So he would be very stealth with this move. And I would suggest looking in some sort of a closet or something. I bet you the refrigerator is there somewhere, Cap. You just haven't quite figured out where it is yet. Maybe check the loading dock, because rumor has it you never go down to the loading dock. So I will check today. <laughs> okay. Have a great day, guys. Take care. Vic, thank you very much. Cap, we reported earlier today that the FAA had put a stop to flights because something they saw on the radar. They had some issues with their computer systems overnight, and they wanted to verify all information before they put people at risk and put flights up. And then they cleared everything, and everything was fine, and they have cleared flights to take off, and they're back in the air. Do you remember your longest flight delay? I remember mine. Yeah, I had to sleep in the Dulles airport coming from a game. In Washington, D.C.? Yes. I flew from, I want to say it was Rhode Island Mm -hmm. to Dulles. Had to change planes and then go Dulles to Chicago. And they had a late flight. This is back when there were late flights. This is probably three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, my flight's canceled. So you just stuck there. And I said, uh, when am I getting out? There's a 6 a.m. Uh, it's 9.30. Are you paying for the hotel? Uh, no. They didn't want to pay for the hotel. Then, no. Then they're going to give you a voucher for a hotel that was like a 40-minute drive away. And I'm... No. I just... I went in the uh, Admiral's Club for uh, American mm-hmm. and just... Kind of snuggled up on the couch. That was it. I just sat there and wait. We ended up. They ended up getting me out of like a five a.m. flight. Well, that's Crazy. good. I, I think the le- the longest, obviously, for me is Alaska. So went from Chicago, Chicago to Seattle, Anchorage. No, Chicago to Anchorage. Nonstop. Direct. Yeah. Wow. Chicago, nice. to, Chicago to Anchorage, and I could not get the connecting flight to uh, to Fairbanks. Just missed the flight. I was Were you by yourself? Yeah, running through the airport trying to get to there, and it, it just it left thirty minutes early. I ended up staying in the airport in this weird place in Anchorage where everything's closed down. I'm just sleeping on the floor for ten hours. Oh, that's worse <laughs> than mine. I'm at least in the Admirals Club. Yeah, on the floor at the airport in Anchorage because I couldn't get to Fairbanks. And then you, of course, you get to Fairbanks, and then of course. It's darkness when you land as we go to the Cap and J Hood Cut of the Day. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! On ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. And now your host, Shane Olay. Shane. Back to the time capsule. <laughs> wow. I'll give you the nice I scared the hell out of me. I can't do it, man. I'm like the Kool-Aid man. I run through it like a brick wall. Hold on a second now. I was trying to give you a nice intro. And this guy comes through the through the wall. Oh yeah!